right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Bonnie. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Monica. Hi, Katie. How's it going? It is going so well. I've had a great week. I know. I've missed you. I've missed you, too. (laughs) You've had a lot of fun, though. Tell me about your trip. Yeah, I went to Florida for my dad's 70th birthday, uh, even though he tried to pull it off that it wasn't his birthday party. Typical. I know. Oh, Robert. I know. You know, it was so fun um, getting to celebrate my dad with a lot of his friends that he's had since... Gosh, 40 years ago. It's cr- crazy. That is so cool. Um, and to think that a lot of the people that were there at that party, they've known each other for longer than I've been alive. And I just, that to me, every time we get together with his pretty large group of friends, it just inspires me. I was going to say, <laughs> that makes me feel really good about the longevity of our friendship to still evolve because knowing that you come from such a long line of long friendships. <laughs> I feel really confident that we're going to have that same share for a long time. And that, that makes me feel really so good. Cool. Your dad must be a really great friend to have all those peeps be willing to come celebrate him after all this time. Completely. So that's so cool. Yeah, that is. And, uh, you know, just thinking about the changes that we go through that I've gone through in the last 10 years, how different we'll be in 30 years from now, 40 years from now. And we're hopefully still going to come to the table and uh, be able to share Heck, each yeah. other. I bet so. That's pretty exciting. Maybe just a little more, bit more repetitiously, we might be telling the same stories. Yeah. Do you remember that day we had a podcast? <laughs> that day. Do you remember that time? That, that time in our lives. No, our podcast still is going on. Yeah. It's been like 40 years in the making. <laughs> We're really running out of topics. No, always having more and more yeah. topics. We have volumes and volumes of storybooks, short stories. Yeah. We have series. Yeah, it's a whole our thing. Our podcast is now just about like our ailments. <laughs> Yeah. And the weather. Yeah. We already, Always we already cover that. Yeah. We're really very primed for that oh, older conversation man. to come. Yeah. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. So I got to travel to Florida, celebrate dad. We went to an awesome concert on his birthday. It was so fun. Awesome. Yes. I got to see some music this weekend too. It's just so rejuvenating to be in the presence of a live band. Yeah. You got to go check out South by, right? A mm-hmm. little bit. I was on a little bit of outskirts of all that madness. It's so crazy. So many people and oh, man, I know. attitudes and things going on. It's just insane. By the way, non-Texans, South By is a um, really fun, interactive um, music, but also uh, business film, Mm -hmm. um, just a really awesome festival that happens all over Austin. Tech industry takeover. Yeah. It's so fun because I didn't go this year, but it's like there will be bands on every street corner uh, at the coffee shop that normally is just like super quiet and you're Mm -hmm. studying there one day and then the next day you're... There's a band there. It's it's just complete takeover. It's just of brimming with people trying to meet people and get in the right path and totally share their too, yeah right? share their product, share their creativity. Yeah, it's pretty cool and inspiring to see all yeah. that hustle and bustle. Yeah. I, I didn't get to go to actually South by this year, but I did an outskirt also um, last Thursday. I was able to go to uh, Willie Nelson's take on South by nice. which is a, a full day music festival yes. so I did also yeah we've both seen a lot of music this week it's just beautiful <sighs> so good for the soul to yeah. be in that field of shared 
energy and all the people who are just like vibing and loving what they're hearing and and mm. like all of the excitement that builds up to that you know I feel like so often um, when you have an event like that so many people have really been looking forward to that event for a long time yeah you know it all all so much excitement anticipation mm-hmm. yeah I know the feeling and then like you're looking forward to that headliner all day long and you're <laughs> standing there and your legs are finally finally kind of tired and your lower back is starting to ache and you've just been doing <laughs> festive world all day long and finally the best band is on or whatever the best quote unquote the last and most well known potentially they come on and you find yourself thinking about how you're going to get stuck in traffic when you leave the venue oh and you're thinking gosh. about what you're going to eat on the way home because you're so hungry and how and good your bathtub's going to feel. Are you saying you're not living in the moment anymore at that point, Monica? <laughs> I feel like there's a chance that might have happened to me at one point this weekend. Like, can I just get out of all these people now? Despite how much I was looking forward to that shared community experience, mm-hmm. there comes that internal moment when you're just like, I need a reset. Yep. It's funny to think about it in those terms. Like, we're so excited, so looking forward to events that happen. And then as they're happening, you sometimes forget to, to continue that excitement, mm-hmm. to continue to be in the to moment. In the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important to remind ourselves when we're out and about in this crazy community to really savor those moments with people and things and places and smells and sights Mm -hmm. all that there is to take in and that traveling the world even if it's just an hour away from your home yeah to make sure that you're allowing those feelings of excitement to be followed through to completion right yeah I know in this podcast, we've been talking a lot about the internal feelings. We've been Mm -hmm. talking a lot about feelings, about our inner critic and our inner dialogue, our habits as we go through daily life. And that's all really internal stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But life is external also. Mm -hmm. We create that foundation, that groundwork. It's a lot of what we're doing these writing exercises for, um, like a meditation, a form of meditation, creating that groundwork foundation of building ourselves up, not being judgmental and comparing ourselves to who we want to be or who we think we ought to be, who we were yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. Letting all yourself that go. a safe space to just be who you are right now today. Mm-hmm. And then I think that so easily can then translate into the external world. If I don't, if I'm able to not judge myself and compare myself to all these different forms of me, then I'm able to to meet you, Monica, mm-hmm. or meet the ba- the band without a comparison, mm-hmm. without a judgment, to let them kind of come to me and have that interaction kind of unfold in that. Yeah, having like a more creative interaction than those more typical kind that we feel like we have out and about that are just habitual. Oh, where do you work? What do you do? Sometimes that can <sighs> feel so like, that doesn't define me. You know, my friend, um, well, you know, our friend, Jade, um, <laughs> Hey, Jade, if you're listening. (laughs) But she said something really wise to me once. Well, she said a lot of wise things to me. But this stuck with me about meeting new people and how she likes to meet new people with the question of what drives you? What are you passionate about? Or something like, what are you saving to go on a trip to? Or where are you going to travel next? Something that is kind of getting more into what drives them to be them rather than what drives them to pay their bills and, you know, put food on their table. I think that's so cool, you know, and I've experienced that. I'm sure everyone has. You go 
to a party, you're meeting new people. Um, and that that's one of the first questions people ask you, what do you do? And I think that some people do things that make them a lot of money, but that they hate. Mm-hmm. Other people do things that they love, but don't bring in a lot of income. And then, of course, there's just every single occupation Between, within those yeah. two. The really lucky ones, you know, find something that they love that also does create some some substantial income. But so much of what we do, it does have an impact on our lives, but it doesn't define us and it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And those interactions, I've found that since I've heard that advice and kind of started playing it into when I meet people, how do I engage with them on a level that's not so typical? And it's led to way more, obviously, creative and fun interactions that are memorable and interesting. And I find like a funny quote that they love or what they're a new place that I didn't know about that they're saving up for their trip next summer. That is so cool. So much different. Like we're at a party. Let's talk about that stuff. Not like work. So what are you going to be? Where are you heading on Monday morning? Yeah. Why are we keeping that in our realm of the first thing we want to talk about? Unless, of course, if you're excited about work, then that's great too and I think that that is a part of that conversation but like what are your goals where Mm -hmm. where do you want to go in life can be so much more fun Mm -hmm. and sometimes it like you were I think talking about leaning into that comparison mindset where yes if we're talking about how much well not we're not usually talking about how much money we make but that might be an implied thing well I'm a doctor and well I'm I'm an engineer oh I'm actually a barista at the local coffee shop Um, I make handmade cards (laughs) (laughs) so like we all have our little piece and that if we can find the piece that's not only um income job related that we might be able to access a little bit more of that community and that collaborative what drives both of us even though you're you might be a nurse and I might be a car salesman but where can we connect and meet in the middle and find the shared laugh or something that allows to break through right. the norm oh you're trying to go to Bali also wow yeah, cool yeah we do have common ground yeah oh my gosh when are you going Oh, I'm actually headed out just next week. What oh my gosh, you? I have my ticket next week, but our hostel fell through and I was like, I'm so stuck and we need a place to oh, stay. we have a huge house. You want to come? Oh my gosh, we could throw down. And oh my gosh, now you found a friend that you're sharing costs with on a trip that you both had shared interests and who knew that that Can was even possible. we actually plan a trip to Bali? That all sounds very great. Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody? If anyone has a large house in Bali <laughs> next week, uh, we're <laughs> Maybe totally not open. <laughs> Um, so. we are open. Yeah, if anyone were to call and say, you know what, I have that house in Bali, we like, would just have gonna to make say that yes happen. To that. I'm just going to arrange some other things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pencil that trip in real quick. Yeah, let's pencil it in in hopes that it might actually come to fruition. We yeah. could collaborate on that. Hey, speaking of, <laughs> um, so yeah, we in kind of preparing for today's podcast. Um, we actually do prepared. This is a little just, bit whatever. Um, speaking of collaboration. You know what, what I love? Uh, what do you love, Tommy? I love one of our great friends, another one of our great friends. Man, we're doing some shout outs today. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Figs. She is hey. an awesome, great friend. She actually is starting a business. Got, she has it going on. Fifth House Collective. You mm-hmm. can find her on the Insta. Plants world. and wellness and all kinds of farming she, events, things. She's doing it all. She's really awesome. And one of her favorite things that she talks about a lot in one of her commonly used hashtags is collaborate or die. Mm-hmm. 
we've been vibing that collaborate or die idea because we, Katie and I were discussing how from the most basic to gathering your groceries and your items that you're going to eat that week, we have to collaborate with each other. If we isolate ourselves in our well, no, you really can isolate yourself. You can order those groceries to your <laughs> oh door. Gosh. You can do all of those things, but but you're still collaborating in a way and you're participating in that system. And if you weren't going to collaborate, then you're you going to die. You're going to die, girlfriend. And we need to have that open, safe space where we're not constantly comparing ourselves to each other, comparing our journeys, comparing our goals. Rather, we're collaborating those skills and strengths so that we can create a more well-rounded product, for lack of a better word. And I think that that's so much of what the uh, Festival South by Southwest is about, is about collaboration. Um, I think that when we go to music festivals, you can feel a lot of energy of these mm-hmm. people have put in so much work to create this product. Um, I was even, <laughs> and it's not even like a product, but an experience yes. like to create that experience for mm-hmm. you to take away from the normal life and to go and in, in another space. What were you going to say? I Sorry, I interrupted gonna, you. No, I got excited. I was just thinking about uh, how this is a silly example of collaborate or die. And I don't even know if it really ties in or relates, but it just popped into my mind. Um, like back in middle school when you would go to the movies and it would be like, do you, did you ever go see those like ridiculous hip hop dance movies? Oh yeah. Yeah. And made me feel so cool. You would like, I can remember <laughs> leaving the movie theater, probably walking to my mom's car. Cause I probably didn't drive at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like dancing through the parking lot, like feeling so stoked on watching these, these young people dancing that you're like wanting to do that or I guess maybe a more um, my life now example would be going to a really cool uh, art festival or a craft show and yes yeah I'm feeling so inspired by other people doing the thing exactly and how you know so often when we're doing our social media scroll when we're going through life we can find this comparison that leads to jealousy and that that can get us stuck feeling like we're not good enough but then if you go out into the world and see those same things in this different environment or maybe even if you just changed your perspective while you were scrolling that you can find so much potential uh what's the word i'm looking for inspiration Inspiration. (laughs) Um, from those things and that I think is a a form of collaboration is finding inspiration from others and using our community to to boost us to fuel that even because as creative people we still go through those lulls and like of creativity and not feeling like the push and so looking to those resources that build you up and re-inspire you to go out and remember why you started creating in the first place and it's kind of like last week we were talking about filling your well on your own going on awesome walks taking a moment to appreciate all the little tiny details in your kind of more internal life Mm -hmm. but then I guess this would be like taking it to the external taking Mm -hmm. it to the interpersonal with everyone and all the other peoples out there in the world it would be kind of funny too, like challenge yourself on an artist date to like I'm gonna make a new friend by the end of this date and I feel like also tying into last week's episode we were discussing if you're going on this great walk through nature and you're looking at your phone you're not looking up and around and checking stuff out you're missing that bluebird yeah you're missing the bluebird if you're on your solo date and you're reading your book which is completely dude do the thing awesome (laughs) 
don't not read your book. But if you look up and kind of appreciate what's going on around you, you might catch somebody's eye and you might spark that conversation yeah. that can really drive some some cool conversations to move forward. Yeah. In fact, that makes me think of something that happened to me a couple of weeks ago at our local farmer's market out here. I took this trip and it's, a, it's I say local, but it's still, I'm out in the hill country, 20 minutes to get there. And so I was excited because I'd been there last week on accident, the week before, and I was um, didn't really have a lot of time. I just swung in, left quickly, but met the meat lady. I'm going to go ahead and shout out to Dorothy. I doubt she'll hear this. <laughs> But she was there and so sweet, offered me samples, told me all about her farm, her business, her son who participates with her. It was a really neat exchange. And when I got there the next week, Dorothy was noticeably sad. She had had a rough weekend. She forgot things. She didn't have all her product. She was flustered with her partner. There was a lot going on emotionally for her. Dorothy. And I, when I got there, I was so excited to see her. I had money to spend. I knew what I was doing. And I walk up with my big old smile. Hi, Dorothy. <laughs> and she's just like, I kind of remember you. What's going on? You know, she was friendly as a lady would be. But the point is she had something going on. And I told her, you know, I am just so glad you're here. I know it's rough to get out in your business like this and deal with the public on a regular basis. And it's Ooh, hard yes. to deal with public and have that be your reliance and to have that fresh face all the time. And I get it. And I'm sorry you're having a rough day, but I am so glad you're here. And I went around her counter and I gave her, her little booth. I gave her a big old hug. Oh, my And goodness. she held on and she like leaned back from me and looked up because she's a short little sweet lady. And she says, you know, when I got here today, I told my husband, I just need some emotional support today. I just need emotional oh. support. And I guess he didn't give it to her or whatever. But, <laughs> you but did. that was me. And I that didn't know coolest. that. I didn't plan for that. And had I been flippant or whatever about my meat purchasing, not observing her space, then I couldn't have provided that for her. And yeah. It was the best exchange. That and, is such a cool ugh, interaction. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love and that. she was smiling you, when I walked more, away. I love that for Dorothy. I was dancing to my car, kind of like the, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not at all like the grooving um, kids in the movies. Those kids in the movies. Those kids. <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, same kind of idea as that. that. Pay attention. Be astonished. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Oliver, we love you, girl. Share it with others. Yeah. So anyway. That's really cool. That's what we're trying to do is share our experience being creative and how it's influenced our day-to-day -day life with you in this interactive game that yep. we're moving on to now, right? That's I feel right. like we're think, now. We're there. I think we've covered our bases. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel good. So today... We are going to be, again, playing with the Writer's Toolbox, a game that uh, is by Jamie Catcallen, um, where sh uh, we get Shout out to Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> shout out. That's our Special fourth. shout out. Um, a game that inspires us to write, and that's what we do every week is uh, we write. And we let go can... of our judgment. We let go of our inner critic, and we just see what comes out onto the paper. Yeah. We're going to do a little little short story exercise here. So if you want to join us, grab your pen, grab your paper, get a timer, set it for three minutes. No, set it for nine minutes. Mm -hmm. We are going to be using um, the wheels. So we're going to give you a protagonist. We're going to give you a character. That protagonist is going to have a goal, an action, and an obstacle. We'll give you all four of those things. You'll set your timer for nine minutes. Go ahead and give us a pause. Write your story. And come back to us and we'll share ours with you. 
Yeah. So after we read the prompts, kind of take a moment to think about your, not think too much about it. Let it be off the cuff still, but imagine your protagonist. Who is this person? How old are they? What year is it? What time of day? What are we looking at? Um, What are they wearing? And kind of let the story evolve from the person. That's kind of, that's actually a a tool that is in um, the writer's toolbox manual. The manual thing. It's a suggestion book. Yeah. Anyhow. So. And if you're driving in your car, if you don't feel like writing, that is totally cool. We're going to play this game. We're going to share our stories. Either way, we hope that you are inspired. Yeah. So without further ado, here is our protagonist, Laurie, the famous actress. Ooh. Laurie, the famous actress, has a goal to be wild and free. Her obstacle is Dawn, the jailbird. So her action, then to the last clue, clue, the last prompt, gets special training. All right. So we have Laurie, the famous actress. Wants to be wild and free. Obstacle of Dawn, the jailbird. And so she gets some special training, or someone does. There's special training involved. Yeah. All righty, guys. See you back here in just a moment. That sure was exciting. It's going to be fun to hear how that turned out. Yep. You know, you scribble so much in 10 minutes, and I'm not really sure what I said in the beginning by the time, you know, I get, I don't know. I don't know if I covered all the bases. We'll see. I bet you did. You should probably just go first. I bet Laurie and Don are interacting. Well, they definitely interact. (laughs) Here we go. I'll go first. Since you told me to. Okay. Laurie woke early, before sunrise, as she had every day for nearly a year. She was so tired of hiding from the crowds, the paparazzi, her fans, as they called themselves. It was a wonder that anyone could crave this popularity. She thought she wanted it. It seemed like a lifetime ago that she first starred in the Hollywood hit Interstellar. All she wanted now was to be forgotten, to stop the incessant clicks of cameras, the tabloid articles, the constant drama of the circus that her life had become. She had a plan and had to stick to it. So today, just like every day, she woke up in the wee hours and snuck out of her condo, hoping her sweats and big sunglasses would protect her from any passerby as she walked to her car. As she walked to her car. She drove to the college where the Thai professor was waiting. He had been teaching her Thai and training her for life in Thailand. There, she hoped, she could start anew and live her life the way she'd been craving. As she walked to the large classroom, she was startled to see her old enemy, Don. She recalled his name instantly. What are you doing here? Get away from me! Don had been a big problem for Laurie in the past. He'd illegally taken photos of her during a rendezvous she'd had with an ex-fling. It was quite the talk of the town and not a memory she was fond of. I thought you were in jail. I was. Got out about a week ago, Don replied creepily. He approached Laurie with an awful grin. Take one more step and I'll use my mace, Don. Don't make another move, Laurie screeched. Don reached into his bag and withdrew a large camera. They offered me 50 grand if I could spot you, sweetheart. You weren't so hard for me to track, though. I can't imagine how you've stayed out of the light for nearly a year. 
Dawn, don't do it, Laurie threatened as she searched her bag for the spray she knew she put in there. She was trembling when her professor, Mr. Chin, turned the corner and threw his large jacket over her head, just as Dawn clicked his camera, one second too late. Go on, Dawn, Mr. Chin said with authority. Dawn, outraged, turned and ran. Don't worry, Laurie, Mr. Chin said as he escorted her into his classroom. Your flight's tomorrow morning. Your lessons are complete. My family is awaiting your arrival. Are you ready? Yes, Laurie exclaimed, closing her eyes. Yes, I'm ready. Ready to be wild and free in Thailand. Wow. I was hoping you were going to bust out some Thai at the end there and her yes was going to be like, Shin! Or whatever yes is in Thai. I have no idea. What is it? Do you know? Um, I don't actually know yes and no, which is sad. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Anywho, anyway. that was a great story. Thank you. You did a really good job bringing together all the things. Like, she learned a really great new skill. She trained. She trained. Special How to be training. Tight. So good. Yeah. Great job. Thanks. So let's see what happened. Lori never thought she'd get caught. She didn't think the poison was traceable, and her and Candy had been good friends. No one was supposed to suspect her. But too late now. It's been nearly 12 years since Candy was found dead at her L.A. penthouse. All Lori wanted was to be on top. She was sick of being an understudy, always playing second fiddle. But since she's been locked up, Lori has done nothing but dream of the day she'd once again be wild and free. To pass her time in jail, she organized a community theater group and began a monthly performance night for each cell group. It was a well-liked program by many inmates, as most had some pre-jail acting experience. This was L.A. after all. One of the most engaged participants was Dawn. She loved the theater, and she had it bad for Lori. She was an extreme... There was an extreme desire for Dawn to keep Lori from reaching her release date. She would do whatever it took to frame Lori and get time added to her sentence so she'd have to stay locked up. Dawn had done some serious crime and so was also doing some serious time. She wanted company. Specifically, Lori's company. This devastated poor Lori. She wanted so badly to have a new start. She finally had enough. After Dawn tried to plant candy bars in Lori's pillowcase before cell shakedown, Luckily, she found them during her nap and hid them better. Lori knew it had been Dawn because of the candy brand. Snickers was Dawn's favorite. So, so Lori went to the head guard and asked if there were any courses in the extended education program that could help get her into good graces and out of this awful place. The guard mentioned a class for computer programming that would require her to get transported to a learning center twice a week. But then he also mentioned that it's already full. She knew what he really wanted. He gave her that look. He looked down. She gazed down, seeing his hand stretched out, expecting her to respond. She knew there was no other choice, and she handed him her Snickers. <laughs> the end. Oh, I love it. Thanks. That was so good. Yeah. I liked it on second review. That was good. Thank you for sharing your story. Did you like our stories? <laughs> did you? <laughs> if you did, yeah. if you liked our stories, <clears throat> if you liked your time with us today, we enjoyed our time with you. 
Um, if we could rate you, we, we would, but we can't. <laughs> rate us, review us, like us. Share us. Share the love. Right here. Right now. Bye. Thanks. Bye.